Ewan Cameron in the morning. Hello everybody, it's Ewan Cameron here from Ewan Cameron in the morning. This is a podcast where you get to hear some of the best moments from The Breakfast Show. And we've picked out some cracking moments. We talk about your favourite vinyl records, those vinyl records that you've got stored away for a rainy day. Who knows? It might be worth something. We also have Alexandra Burke on the show, who won X Factor in 2008. Can you believe, Preachers of Carnage, that was 11 years ago. Scary. It just seems like yesterday. Alexandra Burke is currently in Edinburgh at the Playhouse playing the part of Whitney Houston in the stage musical of The Bodyguard. It's all to come on The Best of Breakfast. The greatest hits. The best of you and Cameron in the morning. Now, one of my favourite songs of all time, and I played on The Breakfast Show this week, is Marvin Gaye's I Heard It Through the Grapevine. And when I played that song on Breakfast, it reminded me of a music video from the mid-1980s. And I was pretty sure that the video involved dancing raisins singing Marvin Gaye's I Heard It Through the Grapevine. It sounds mad, it sounds daft, but it's in the back of my head that it actually happened. And then Bert called, and I wasn't alone. You and Cameron, how are you doing? Not bad, my man. Did you miss me while I was away? I did, I, I The other guys were right, but... <laughs> not you, you and... I've just been talking about um, that... Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Right? Yeah. It was released in the 1980s, and I remember um, it had something to do with a jean commercial, but I've also got this vision in my head that there were some dancing raisins to I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Am I making this up? Well, no, there's, there's something in my mind saying that it was sun-made raisins. Sun-made raisins. So you have got the same vision as me of raisins singing and dancing to I Heard It Through the Grapevine. I mean, it's very vague because I'm only 34. You're 34? Yep. And you've got a name like Bert? I was named after my grandfather. Oh, that's nice, because it's an old-fashioned name. Well, my actual full name's Albert. That's worse. Al- Albert what? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Albert, it's been lovely talking to you again, my man. You have a great day. Thanks, Ewan. The greatest... Hits. The best of you and Cameron in the morning. Now, on Tuesday, David Boy's Space Oddity vinyl was celebrating 50 years. Can you believe that? 50th anniversary of Space Oddity by David Boy on Tuesday. So we asked you the question, what's that vinyl, that record that you've got, that you love, that you treasure? For me, and I've still got it, it's a 12-inch mix of Two Tribes by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I think there's three or four mixes on the album on both sides. Trevor Horn did a great job. I've got that album and I treasure it. And we spoke to Lorraine and we asked her what her favourite vinyl was. Good morning, pal. How are you? I'm very good. It's, it's nice to be back. It's nice to hear your voice. Let me ask you the question because that's why you've got in contact with mm-hmm. us. Your most treasured vinyl record ever. It was a U2 rattling home flight case and it had everything in it. Cassette. Vinyl, T-shirts, poster, and the case was nice as well. A nice wee silver flight case, lovely. It was like a gift box. Uh huh. It uh-huh. had everything in it: the vinyl, the cassette, everything. Yeah, everything, everything. It was. Um, I worked over in a studio over in Parkheads, and a record producer got like loads of items for free, and he gave me it. And you've still got it. Yeah, I've still got it. it, was it back in the, I think it was eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Aye. I think it's in about Is it still in good nick? Very good nick. By the way, that may be worth something. I know, I know. We're selling it. 
<laughs> the next time Fiona Bruce is in your neck of the words with the Antiques Roadshow, take it down to Why? her. Why? I, I might just do that, actually, and see how much it's worth. Love you! Love you more. Bye! Bye! The best of you and Cameron in the morning. A brand new competition is called Cash Superstars. I'm going to be revealing the superstar, and it will be a superstar that we play on this radio station. It could be a superstar from the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s. And what we've decided to do, we've brought in Andy Crane, TV star from back in the day that I grew up with, to make that phone call to you if you can identify the superstar then you will win loads of money and we spoke to Andy Crane about the big competition on Friday Hello Ewan How are you? I'm very well thank you it's, it's a bit early but you know it's. Uh, I thought well as it's you I'd make the effort So you're going to be the voice the man that's going to make that phone call at 3 o'clock every single day and it could be to anybody you'll be handing out thousands of pounds Andy I will and the lovely thing is it's neither from your nor my bank account Ewan it's from the company's bank account and that's all all good news. If you can remember the name of the cash superstar, when that phone rings, as long as it's your phone, obviously, if you can remember it and your phone doesn't ring, that's rather pointless. <laughs> but if your phone rings and it's me and I say, what's the name of the cash superstar and you give me the correct name, I will give you, courtesy of this radio station, large amounts of cash. You're the man they need to listen out for because if you call them, you're the voice. I'm the voice. If uh, if you answer the phone and you go, hello, and I go, hello, it's Andy Crane, and you go, oh, what did you and say at 8 o'clock this morning? <laughs> hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Who's the cash superstar? If you can remember it, I will give you the money. And it could be anybody. It could be George Michael. It could be Stevie Wonder. It could be Elton John. It could be Madonna. It could be the Bee Gees. It could be anybody. It could be any of the greatest hit stars from the 70s, 80s and 90s that we play. So as long as you know all about the music that we play, and why wouldn't you? Because you love the radio station as much as we do. All those stars, I'll be familiar stars to you. It'll be one every day. And if you can remember the name of the cash superstar, large amounts of money transferred from our bank account to yours post-haste. So this is all about the cash superstar, about the superstars that we play here on the radio station from the 70s, 80s and 90s. And we've got a superstar from TV and radio to actually to, to be in charge of this competition. I can't believe we've got Andy Crane. I was going to say, who have you got in? I thought I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andy. It's very nice of you. It's very and, kind of and, you to and, say so. Andy, I'm a bit younger than you, so I grew up with you. Oh, bless. I, I don't I, know. I don't know how old you are. How old were you in about 1989, 1990? I was fourteen. You were watching me and Ed the Duck, definitely. Yeah, uh, Andy, I love you. That's very kind of you to say so. And I, 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 I can't believe that we work on the same radio station. Well, uh, neither can I, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope things would have gone better by this point in my career, but you know, you got, <laughs> you got to get the work where you can, don't you? Um, <laughs> No, no, seriously. It's good to be on your show. I like a full Scottish. Can I have some of yours? Um, Andy, superstar, love you, and delighted to be working with you, and uh, can't wait for you to make those phone calls next week, and uh, hopefully we'll give away lots and lots of money. Let's hope so. Cheers, Andy. Cheers, mate. Love you. Love you. The best of you and Cameron in the morning. It's the Best of Breakfast podcast. Hello. Whee! Yes, we're here and we are now going to be hearing from a superstar of stage and screen. She's had number one album. She's had number one singles. She's starred in Sister Act. She's starred in The Bodyguard, which is currently doing just now at the Edinburgh Playhouse. And we caught up with Alexandra Burke backstage at the place. We caused a wee bit of mayhem. Yeah. I think we upset the people at the Edinburgh Playhouse with how noisy we were. Yeah, he won't be invited back. We also ran late. No, we didn't. 
We did, because we were rushing oh. us. Oh, yeah, we arrived on time, but then, yeah, the interview ran on. The, the, because she was having such a good time. Yeah. Uh, we loved Alexandra Burke. She loved us. And then the BBC were waiting for us to, be, to finish, and we said, if the BBC, they can wait. I pay their wages. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, here's our interview with Alexandra Burke. The best of you and Cameron in the morning. Alexandra Burke. Hello, babes. You're looking gorgeous. Thank you. And you have just told me off microphone that you are now 30 years I young. I am. 30 years young, I like that. Yes, are you? you? I am, 100% yeah. 30, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm 31 this year. In oh, wow. In a couple of months. Oh, are you? Um, I don't know where the time's gone, because I auditioned for X Factor at 19, won it at 20, and this will be now, in December, 11 years. Scary. Yeah, it time is Time flies, doesn't it? It really does. It's flown. See, when I, see when I hit 30, I burst into tears. I did as well. I hated it. See, I hated it in the morning... I was, actually, to be fair, I had a massive party the night before. So the morning of my 30th... So it's hangover, hangover tears. Yeah, I, was hang, I was hangover. Yeah. And then I went to a spa. My two best friends took me to a spa. But I was crying a lot that day. Right. Um, and I think the realisation of, A, making it to 30 is a mm. blessing in your life anyway, full stop. Yeah. And then going... I'm about to have a midlife crisis. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? And I think as a woman, um, I put that pressure. I, I always put this pressure on myself that by 30, I want to have kids and settle oh, down. Oh, right. Did you do that? No, because I, I, there's more I want to achieve. Like you don't need so to do I that. Still, I feel like I've got five more years. See, the way that I see it, 30 <laughs> is a new 20. Really? Because 60 is a new 40. Okay. That's the way I see it. That's because I'm Fair in my enough. mid-40s. I see. Right? Well, 40 is when your life begins. That's what everyone says. Well, see, me. I didn't mind turning 40. I bet you any money when you hit 40, you won't mind it. I'm not going to lie, though. Six months into being 30, I was like, it's all just clicked. Things just clicked. So you start eliminating rubbish from your life that's negative. Have you grown you start, up? Is that what you're telling I me? I feel like something in me clicked and I went, I'm not taking any more BS. Mm-hmm. I just want positivity and love and happiness in my life. Good for And you. not that it wasn't there before, mm -hmm. but you, you allow drama to come mm -hmm. in because you think you can fix everything. You can't. Do you know what's weird? Just get on with life. Do you know what's weird? <laughs> I interviewed Cheryl a couple of weeks ago and she said something similar. Really? She said Maybe something... Maybe it's because she's had a baby that things have clicked. So let's talk about the show. Yes. The Bodyguard. Yes. I saw it. When did I last see this? This show was here three, four years ago. Was it three, four years Long ago? Time, man. Wow. You were amazing then. Thank you. Are you still as amazing? Um, I have to leave that to the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, here's, here's my question, right? You've done it for so long yes. and you're so good at it. Thank you. Do you get bored? No, it's funny you ask me that because only five minutes ago I was talking about that in a taxi on the way oh, here. A ta well, hold on a minute. Are you telling me the taxi driver's doing the no, same interview that no, I'm doing with be, you? To be fair, it was actually me just expressing how long I've been doing the show right. and surprised that I'm not bored. And the thing is, because the show is so amazing and it's fresh, it's mm -hmm. different to how it was three years ago. Of course, the cast are completely different as well. Script changes have, have completely changed the feel of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and the energy is different. And it was great then, but it's even better now. I think, personally, the show as a whole. Um, and also as well, taking into what I've done, like... After Bodyguard, the first time I'd done Sister Act, went straight into right. Strictly... Strictly tour, chess, Chicago, now back to this. By the way, cheated on Strictly. Oh, Absolutely I did love, cheated I on Strictly. Me. No, I know you, I'm talking me as a fan, <laughs> right? 
talking to me as a fan of yours, because I've known you for a wee while, I've interviewed you on numerous occasions, yeah. I paid money for you to win X Factor, so you owe me a few pounds oh, there we go. for all the phone I'll calls. Buy you some food. And then Strictly <laughs> comes, I thought, winner, winner, 100%, cheated. <laughs> I know you loved it and you were brilliant I mean, I, at I it. I did love it, but you know, I I had a good experience yeah. and I got to learn something that we couldn't afford to do when I was a child. Yeah. So my mum couldn't afford to send me to, you know, um, after school lessons in Latin and ballroom yeah. and that's what I really wanted to learn. Yeah. And then I got the opportunity to do it later in life. So I'm actually very lucky that I can say that i done that. And I rehearsed 12 hours a day. I oh, yeah, broken. yeah, yeah. I was broken. You were outstanding. I was. You I, looked I was, amazing. I loved it, and I've kept up that fitness since. And I go Have to you? the gym six times a week, right. and um, and I lost a lot of weight on the show and kept the weight off. I don't know how I've done that, but I um, feel like a changed woman since Strictly. Oh, that's like good. I feel like my, she got something out of it. Fitness and and mental health and stuff. I feel yeah. like that's what I took from it. Oh, that's good. Staying positive and reaching for things that you never thought you right. could achieve. Well, it won't be as negative then since you got something, yeah, did, something, got something out of great it. Out that's of amazing. It, so. Let's get back to the bodyguard yes. and forget Strictly because <laughs> it's all about the bodyguard. And I, I did see the show three years ago. You're now telling me the show's even better now than it was three years ago. Well, I'm way more experienced now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I've done a thousand shows, but I definitely have taken in what, what uh, the shows that I've done in regards to chess and... Sister Act and Chicago. Oh, you're showing sure off now all the big ones, eh? Yeah, I've been very lucky because yeah. taking all of that, all of those experiences, and then taking it back into the show, even the producer says they can see a difference in me. And I, I've that was my biggest fear. So you're more comfortable now on stage doing, I'd say, so. playing that role. Yeah. Because it's such a big role that you've taken on, such big songs that you've taken yes, on, yes. that there's a lot of pressure when you first take it on. So yes. now that you've got that behind you, and the previous experience of all the other shows you've done, yes. you're coming to the show with a fresher outlook Absolutely. and a more confident outlook. Absolutely. Like, even my interpretation of Rachel Maron is different to how I played it before, because oh. now I'm 30. I played it when I was 26. Got you. So that was a different... I was a different place in my life then. Right. Much, you know, I say much younger, but only a, a few years younger. But your experiences are different yeah. at 26. I've gone through so much since then yeah. that now my Rachel Marin is a little bit more grown than it was before. So that's you as a stage presence. Are you a better singer? I'd say so, yes. Since three years ago? Yep, for sure. So are you hitting that note that everybody's waiting for better than ever before? Do you know the note that I'm talking about? Yes. Right? Uh, uh, am I, that Phil? Phil. I hope so. Who's Phil? Phil's my company manager. He's a company manager. And he, he tells he's me been the there. truth right. all the time. Oh, you've just asked. Sounds amazing whenever you sing it. Oh. Thanks, Hunty. You're keeping your job, Phil. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I can take, I really, I'm very good at taking constructive criticism. For like example, it. if you watched it tonight and you said to me, saw you three years ago, I preferred that to what you've done tonight or you made, you know, made comments on different scenes, et cetera, et cetera. I'd take it and work on it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, because I'm not proud like that, I, I just... I like feedback and mm -hmm. I like notes. Like whenever the heads of departments come in and they watch the show straight away, I'm like, well, where's my notes? Yeah. I'm never complacent. Uh, and I think that's the way to be as a performer because in this industry, you can have your talents taken away from you just like that. Yeah. So you should never be complacent. And also every night is a different audience. It's a different audience member who've paid a lot of money to come and see us. So the least we can do is be fresh every single night. I'm not saying that's easy to do, because last night, for example, was press night and I felt like utter crap. 
and I still had to push through and get on stage. And that's simply because of mother nature. You know, <laughs> that's what women go through. You know, your body and your hormones. Yeah, yes, yes, and yes. I, was, I literally did not want to sing. I, I just, I came in, my dresser Ellie walked in, I was on this sofa, curled up, mm -hmm. and she was like, oh no, are you all right? I was like, babe, I just can't, can't even move. Yeah. I can't even move, I'm, my body's in pain. I'm in pain. I want mother nature just to start now because she's attacking me. You, what yeah, will yeah, you yeah. go through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, can, I, can I give you a wee yeah. bit of advice? Ibuprofen. Yeah. That, 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 that works. I did panto, right? Okay. It nearly killed me. 89 shows I don't know. I don't know. killed me. What we would do in between shows, like you've got a matinee today yes. and you've got a show tonight. I don't do the matinees though. You don't do the matinee? Oh, hell no. Oh, oh hold Listen, on no, a second uh, here. No, no. That mm -mm. superstar right there. I can't even, but I've done matinees in all my other shows. Right, okay. Then. So, so you but know what I'm talking I about here. Well, you know what it. you need to do? Because yeah. what I used to do is that me and some of my co-stars, we would go to TGI Fridays and order pictures of daiquiri. Right, Mate. in between shows, <laughs> in, between, in between shows, we would order pictures of Zachary, and then one day we'd turn up in our costume in between shows, and we stood in TGI Fridays, picture of Zachary, and the guy who ran the theatre, someone had told on us, right, and he marched in there to the TGI Fridays with our picture of Zachary, and he went off his of rocker. He but, did. but here's the thing, though. Did it get you through it? No, but it made it for a better show. It made it for a better show because we were more up for it, more giggly, more fun. If you give me brandy, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, pictures of daiquiri, okay. that's my advice. Well, there's a Nando's next door. Let's see if they do cocktails. No, they do. They do some good cocktails. Um, so, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions before I let you go because I know you're a busy girl. Yes. Um, we had an argument about this earlier on in the office. Right. Right. Um, I'm every woman. Yeah. Shaka Khan or Whitney, what version is better? Oh, see, it's a good question, that, isn't it? Now, I'm always a person that says you can never beat the original. See, I say that. Whitney does, though. Whitney. Whitney does. Whitney matches the original. No. But what I love about her, she honours Shaka by saying her name at the end. So does she get the edge? Does she get your vote? I think Whitney gets the vote because she's so humble that she honoured Shaka at the end of it. You have to remember, I know Shaka, so I have to be very careful what I'm saying here. Yeah. So Alexandra Burke says I, that Whitney's so better than Shaka. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's what she said. I said Whitney just goes just a bit on top because she honours the legend. So what you're saying is that Whitney's on top of Shaka. Oh, okay, you're just twisting my word now. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Shaka. But and we you, all love Whitney. Oh, no, we do love Whitney. We love Shaka as well. But oh, they're, yeah. two great, they're two great versions. But it's a difficult one to decide. But I just think Whitney tops it. I just think there's a bit more... R&B, a bit more soul about a bit more... Kind of, I don't know. I know so what you mean, though. Yeah, and I'll tell you another song that beats the original. George Michael, Mary J. Blige, beats Stevie Wonder's As. Really? Do you not think? As. There's not many songs that beats an original, but I think Stevie Wonder gets beat by George Michael and, and uh, Mary J. Blige. And can I tell you something I else? I comment because I know Stevie as well, so can I, I, I have to... Can I tell you something quiet. else? You beat Jeff Buckley for Hallelujah. Oh, I don't know about that. You do. You do. I'm not sure about that, you know. Jeff Buckley, you beat him. I don't think so. You take the I song. But you made, you, made, you made the song yours, though. That's what I like about it. You didn't try to be the original. I can't take the credit for that. No, 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 no. It's my mum. Oh, is it your mum? Yeah, she told me what to do on the tune. But it was so do you good. know what I mean? She, I didn't even know it. When, when, the, when they brought the tune to our attention, this is me. Oh, yeah, I definitely won this show. This is not for me. <laughs> they, 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 they played it to us, and I went, yeah, Diana Vickers has won. Straight away, because I was like, that's her kind of tune. Yeah. Remember Diana Vickers? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Straight away, I was like, even Jay Les were like, 
we ain't one, guys. Yeah. We, 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 we do R&B and soul. Yeah. That's not us. And then, so I remember when I rang my mum and I said, uh, mum, they've given us hallelujah. Um, yeah, the one from Shrek. Um, I, I don't <laughs> think it's for me. And she went, I'm sorry, hung up. Okay, rang her back and went, no, mummy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm actually going to do it. She went, that's my child. I didn't raise a quitter. And so she sung the song to me oh, wow. on a dictaphone. Wow. Because she wasn't allowed in the studio. Yeah. You had four hours to do it. I done it in two hours because I'd rehearsed it with my mum's recording. Amazing. I done exactly what she told me to do. Amazing. So I can't take any credit. But that's that's what you need to do with a song that's not yours. Make it yours, and that's what yeah. you did. Would and you I help made your it mum's. Amazing. Great. You know. Boom. So you're here for another week and a wee bit. Yes. With the bodyguard in yes. Edinburgh. Yes. It and has... you're going to join me for a drink next week. That's what we're doing. Are you around? Yeah, what, a picture of daiquiri? Uh, mate, <laughs> Strawberry daiquiri Have cocktail. Wait, 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 you see Phil's face? Phil's not having that. Phil is not having The only Don't reason. Worry, he'll wait, join wait, us. Can we we'll just. Do virgin. We'll do it virgin. Can, can we also just put this on record? The only reason that Alexandra Burke wants to meet me for a drink next week is because I've got contacts in Dubai. That's right. Honey. And I've just flown in from Dubai. I've got friends in Dubai. I've got family in Dubai. That's it. I was there for 14 That's years. That's it. And she wants to take advantage of my contacts. If you don't do it, who can do it for you? Come on, mate. Sorry, Edinburgh. I won't be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> Business class in the Emirates Yay! to Dubai. <laughs> Alexandra Burke, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. Love you dearly. Thank you. You too, my love. Thank You're the you. best. You and Cameron in the morning. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe because you'll get this kind of stuff every week from us. It's a laugh, big stars. It's well worth listening to. So thank you. Please subscribe. And don't forget, I am here every single weekday morning, 6 till 10 a.m. on The Breakfast Show. Tune in when you can. I'll be there for you. Thanks for listening. Have a brilliant day.